We are back with episode 52 of the Catching Up Podcast. I am your host, Connor Kaysen. I run a company called Find Me in Seattle here in Seattle, Washington. I am joined every week by my co-host, Nick Hughes, who is currently in Boston. Nick runs a company called Founders Live. You can find him at founderslive.com. This week, we're talking about our tips for traveling and working while on the road. Nick has been on this giant world road trip for the last seven months. And so we want to talk about some of the learning lessons that we've had while trying to find places to work and things to manage your life while you're traveling and running your company at the same time. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you as always. Now, please enjoy episode 52 of the Catching Up Podcast. Nick, what is up? I shouldn't have left you without giving you a dope pod to step to. It's Friday, <laughs> 4th of July. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, yeah. Uh, we almost missed this, my friend. Yeah, I have to take full responsibility for this. Uh, yesterday was 4th of July. It was like i living up my best vacation day that I've had in a long time. And I totally forgot that today was Friday. And... Yeah, I slept through my alarm for everyone listening out there. We usually record this call at 9 a.m. on Friday mornings. And I woke up at 9.30 with a text to Nick being like, "Uh, are you going to call me? And (laughs) so we're a little delayed. Nick, I apologize. My fault. Uh, It won't happen again. Uh, No worries, man. It's a good thing I'm I'm in Boston, which it's like, you know, I mean, it's now 1.30. But, it was you know, 9 o'clock is noon over here. And I, you know, got my game going. And um, I'm... I'm in downtown Boston just getting some work done, and it's a nice day. And then I'm like, where's Connor, man? Where's Connor? <laughs> yeah, I, I all day yesterday did not think that, oh, tomorrow's Friday and I got to do this show. Just totally spaced. Maybe it's because we uh, had last week off, and I, uh, I've just dropped it, and I didn't look at my calendar at all, which usually I'm really good at. Uh, but what brings you to Boston? Hey, man, it's, uh, what, the seventh month of my, my, my tour? And it's been great, you know, like, uh, oh, like, this is a, dude, have you ever been to Boston before? No, I have not. It's a really cool city. I'm still just getting the feel of it. But, um, man, it's beautiful. It's, um, so where I'm staying, I'm staying with a friend right now, but then I've got an Airbnb next week. But I'm out kind of um, actually fairly closer to the airport, but there is a ton of, like, Oceanside. And, you know, like, where where I'm at is, like, there's a couple of beaches, like maybe about a half mile away. So, you know, I've been running to those. Um, oh, cool. Kicked it on the beach for a little bit yesterday. Uh, had some beers and just hung out. And um, so it's, you know, definitely Oceanside. You know, and, you know, the thing, the difference, you know, I'm still getting to know the city, but the difference, you know, initially, you know, Seattle, we've got, obviously we've got a lot of water, but, you know, we're, we're tucked into the Puget Sound and, that's cool for many things. You got islands and all that, all that stuff. You got a lot to work with, but you know, literally Boston, like where I'm at, like you're on the beach, like basically it's the, it's the Atlantic ocean. And, um, there's a lot of beach side and, you know, um, waterfront, but it's not like, like Seattle, it's enclosed and you don't have as much cool beaches and like waves. And so, uh, I really like this and clearly I'm hitting it at a great time, you know, it's actually warm, it's a little bit humid, but, um, you know, obviously in the, in the wintertime, they can get some pretty, pretty brutal winters here, but, uh, it, dude, it's, 
this is a cool city. I just walk around downtown and there is so much his, historical buildings and there's a lot of history here. So I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I've never even known that Boston was on the water like that and, and had, you know, beach opportunities. That's new news to me. That's kind of cool, yeah, though. It is. It's really cool. Um, dude, flying in, if it's, like, clear, uh, the angle that we took the day that I flew in is so cool. Like, just, like, you just fly over those. Like, they have a couple islands out there and a couple, like, um, just you, you, basically the, the airport is – on the water i mean it you're when you're flying in the the uh approach you're on you're over water until about five sec you know maybe three seconds before you hit the the land so it's um it's really cool yeah i'm I'm into it man i'm really into the city so from all the cities that you've flown or driven into now which one has like been the most awe inspiring to you Is is this the one I would, yeah, I would say this is the one actually, um, you know, in terms of like flying in and just being like, wow, you know, like it's cool. Uh, I think, um, you know, being like Austin is a, a way cool city. I've always, um, I, I really like Austin. You know, I think I'm hitting, I hit Austin at the best time of the year. Like right now it's going to got, got to be a bit hot, but, um, Austin's cool. But yeah, like I, I would say this is, um, this is the city right now that's like, Oh, wow. All right. Uh, I'm into it. And so do you guys have an event happening in Boston? Yeah, it'll be the 20, uh, 23rd. So, you know, we have a couple of weeks and, um, I, you know, I had a call with our team the other day and, um, I'm going to be hanging with them, like pretty much the rest of, like, I just basically said to you, you have, you have control of my schedule. So, um, without, or, you know, within reason, like, you know, set up meetings and let's go to some events and, um, I'm excited to, you know, meet up with them, work with them and, and go to some other events and meet people. And then, uh, yeah, our event is on the 23rd. Uh, and then, um, I, I will, I will head out to DC on the, at the end of the month. So like the 30th or the 31st. Yeah. Awesome, man. And, and so your team in Boston, like, is it one of your more like, uh, uh, not organized teams, but kind of like a, a stronger team that you have? Definitely. And, you know, they've got, there's actually two. So we have co-hosts, which is great. And yeah, that is, you know, you know, I I would encourage that if it works, I I definitely, you know, we always look for a person to like take a leadership role and be the city leader, but you know, they've got uh, two, uh, it's actually Andy and Andy and that's male and female. And I love that. Yeah. So, you know, the two Andys and uh, it's really great. They're, um, I'm excited to meet them in person, but yeah, they're doing a really good job and, uh, they, you know, it's just really about, you know, having a strong team and being consistent and, and, you know, they involve a lot of, and that's a really good sign. Yeah. I yeah. think having two people is, is a big advantage because not only can they like share some of the, the weekly responsibility, but I think also in the show, they also can bounce back and back and forth off of each other. Um, and the pressure is not on one person to constantly be kind of filling the time. Uh, but also, yeah, if someone's traveling or someone's out of town, you don't have to worry about filling it in. Uh, yeah. Someone could jump in and there's just probably a lot more flexibility there. Yeah. And I just love that yeah. the branding, Andy and Andy, I feel like there, there's a lot of potential with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, on that, on this topic, um, you know, I think, you know, I feel, I feel like you've done a little travel recently, but what, you know, obviously my life is, 
uh, travel uh, full of it. And I wanted to bring out just some thoughts and maybe some tips for founders and entrepreneurs that find themselves traveling, you know, just, you know, I guess my question to you, and then I can give you my perspective, but, you know, if you've done some traveling recently, you know, what sort of tips have you found that, that add value to the experience and, or make it more efficient and actually, you know, uh, an experience that doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been traveling quite a bit, especially like on the weekends. I've been, I've pretty much been making like weekend or three day trips, uh, to Portland. I went to Leavenworth right now. I'm in Sandpoint, Idaho again. And I've been here twice lately. And the, my big, my first suggestion is stay with a local, right? If, mm-hmm. if in any way possible, even if it's through Airbnb, if you can stay with someone who kind of already knows the lay of the land and that first night that you meet them, whether you go out for a drink or you just chat with them at home, uh, having them kind of give you an understanding of like, all right, here's some places that you can go. Here's the spot where all the tourists don't go. Uh, here's where you can like get a good cup of coffee or uh, have fun at a bar that isn't off uh, or that is off the beaten path. I think that is like one of the, biggest advantages you could have while you're traveling um and then the second thing i always say and i'm not sure if you're doing this i'm, I'm curious what your wi-fi situation is is always being uh highly researched on your wi-fi opportunities um like i'm working from a coffee shop today and the wi-fi is just not very good and and we're not so prepared and so what we're doing is we're actually tethering the wi-fi off of our phone and i know if you're going to be traveling a lot you can actually get some really powerful portable Wi-Fi units um, that are subscription-based, and you get unlimited Wi-Fi on them, and those can be extremely helpful if you're trying to run a business or do work while you're on the run. Dude, that's great. Uh, I'll I'll second you know both of those, and I'll get my perspective. But um, you know, obviously, you know, I've every city I go into, I've got people here, so I've got locals. And you're at, you're absolutely right, man. Like stay, stay with a local or have a connection. And, you know, like the first night I was here, we went out and had a couple drinks and just went downtown and I was walked around and like, it was like, here's the section of the city. Here's that section of the city. And, um, I already within a day or two had felt tremendously more aware and, and educated on the city and where to go. And like, we, we jumped on the uh, train you know, like just to get down into the city. So it's like, okay, here's how you use like public transportation. So yeah, totally. Uh, and then um, in terms of uh, Wi-Fi, agreed. And you would, I think tethering is if you have that ability on your phone and it's unlimited data, do that. That is the most secure. If you think about it, rather than doing external Wi-Fi, it's actually the most secure to tether to your phone and just take your phone's Wi-Fi and you know, it sometimes is not that fast and, you know, uh, but I will tether first. And then if that's not working, then I'll look for some, some Wi-Fi. but man, like the more I learn from people that are around the privacy and uh, internet security is like open Wi-Fi's are not smart and it, you know, sometimes you got to do it, but it's, it can be kind of, uh, a bit sketchy. Yeah. Especially um, if you're working on your company and there's, there's, private information on there yeah yeah Yeah. definitely don't go on your bank account either (laughs) so yeah i would say you know one of my tips is and this is so when i'm at the airport i will 
think ahead for the flight and load up things to do that don't require Wi-Fi on the plane. And then I'm able to like, essentially how are you like prepare so you can work offline yeah. on the plane. And so you don't have to pay, dude, it just pisses me off that like on a flight you have to pay for Wi-Fi, and, uh, I'll just like, I don't do that. So, um, so I'll like essentially, you know, prepare a Google doc or whatever so that I can actually just open it up and you're basically working offline. And then whenever you connect to Wi-Fi again, it'll automatically sync back. And so that's, that's a good one. Um, secondly, I'll, I actually have a, um, I, I, actually, I, 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 dude, I've been listening to, um, internet radio called radio paradise. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Dude, radio paradise. It's so good. It's like eclectic world rock. And it actually, they give such a, a um, a wide range, um, of, you know, it's, it's rock, it's rock and it's, cla- you know, like they'll have classic rock. They'll have like, they'll have like music from like, you know, Africa and then they'll have classic, like literally like classic classic like beethoven stuff and then they'll have like death cab for cutie or you know um you know some sort of you know like lord huron or something like that they it's just a very it's a it's a station that i've listened to for probably 10 or 12 years now and i used to just go to um it used to be just online but then they have an app and um but they now have an ability that like you can load up you can cache it and load up and so you can listen to it offline um, so I just like, I'll, I'll hit that and I'll cash it for two or three hours. And so I'm like loading up the music that I want to listen to, you know, before I jump on the flight. Um, you know, that's another thing. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, and, and then also like research, like if you're landing, dude, you know, what's really, it's challenging, but research where Ubers pick you up at different airports. Oh Yeah. It's very confusing and it's different. Like at, at SeaTac, you actually have to go to this location, dude. And I don't know if you, I mean, it's, it's madness when you, when you like, you get yeah, your SeaTac Uber is crazy. And then you go to the space and it's just like, it's literally cars flying through and you're like, which one's mine? Which one's mine? Which one's mine? And um, so every airport has a different place where what they call the, you know, self-serve, you know, the ride share or taxis. Uh, where they pick you up and sometimes it's like a 10 minute walk so research before where you catch those cars and where you get your ride so that you're like more efficient and you know you know what to do uh, when you get there and so you know I don't know those are some things that um, that really come in handy when you're traveling and just getting work done you know what I've been doing is I just you know you'll see me pushing out now like my I'm doing the monthly updates and reviews and basically, every time I'm on a plane, I'm just writing the monthly review. So oh, the, yeah, flights, the flights go by really quickly. And so that's where I load up offline the dock. And then I'm able to just like, I'm just like writing and inputting and writing. And I'm just reviewing my last two to four weeks. And, and so like, I just do that for the one or two hour, whatever flight. And then by the time I'm like done, I'm like, oh shit, like we're, we're, we're landing in like 10 minutes. So, um, to be able to work on offline, uh, being able to like stay busy and um, be efficient because as much as I like riding, that's like, dude, it's becoming like the, uh, okay. Like that, it's a chore. Like it's a chore. To, yeah. It's a chore to write, to review like what my month went, how did it go? And then 
record it in a co- cohesive way to then turn it into a blog post. So I just do that on the flight. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting way to kind of end your time at a city as well. Like, get mm-hmm. on a flight, ponder and think about the entire month or couple weeks that you were there, put it all into a box and write it down, and then close your laptop. And really, like, that concludes your time in that city, right? And you get off the plane and you start this next adventure. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, it's a fun way to, like, summarize and create, like, a true end to that that timeline. Yeah, totally. So um, what do you do? What do you do for laundry? Ah, good question. Um, well, depending on, so I would say it's like fifty-fifty that the the Airbnbs or the places I'm staying, fifty-fifty they have actually like you know a, something on site. Um, but then, if not, like you know, just go to a laundromat, and usually they're fairly close. I haven't had to do a laundromat too often, and I'll tell you a funny story. Like we were in Dallas. And it was the first time I had it, like, on. this was in April, first time I had to use a laundromat. And, 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 and like, honestly, I'm just being t- tremendously honest here. It was the first time I had ever used a public laundromat. And really? Wow. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, every place I've stayed, I've always had laundry on site. And so, like, I walk in, and I've got my clothes, and, like, there's all these machines. And I'm literally, like, I don't – I'm, like, what do I do? I'm looking – you look at one, and it's, like, okay – Oh, okay, that's wash. Then you look at the other ones like, oh, okay, that's the dryer. And then you got to look at the price. And you know that when you go into these things, sometimes there's actually big sizes, right? So the smallest size takes like quarters. You know that maybe it's like two dollars. Uh, the biggest size takes like five or six dollars because they're washing like eight loads at a time. Yep. And um, but then like you then have to go and figure out like because having like two dollars or three dollars in quarters like is you know some of these actually take cards but this one that i was in like didn't and it took quarters and so i had to go and like get change for quarters and then i basically like uh i just like chose a machine and put quarters in and i thought that i had enough but i chose one of the bigger machines and i didn't have enough and so i had to go over to the attendant and i was literally like i don't what do i do and you know, she like gave me like two other, I guess, I think it was like two more quarters so 50 more cents to put in. And then you have to like have, you know, you know, I didn't have soap. So it's like, oh, you buy soap over here. And <laughs> it was like, it was just like, a, a, you know, call me naive a little bit just from that aspect, but it was a learning experience. And, you know, so I just had to learn, like, how do you go about using these public, you know, laundry mats when you usually are used to you know, more of a home, you know, uh, laundry in the home or in, in, in the place that you're renting, they usually, they might have laundry there. So, um, yeah, it was definitely an experience of just like, uh, what do I do and how does this work? Yeah. That, I, that's something that you, you very easily take for granted when you live at home or you just have a routine, uh, especially if you got washer and dryer in your home, you realize, uh, when you're on the road, like how much of a benefit it is to have something like that, how much of a privilege it is to have something like that when whenever i look for an apartment uh to move into that's become one of the like the top priorities that i have because it adds up right if you're doing laundry once a week or even every other week like that becomes a lot of time that you have to go spend in that place uh when i was in college three of the four years i was in college i had to go use um public laundry services and yeah, I learned that the hard way too. It took it took a while to get used to, 
it ended up becoming a great place for me to get work done because I'd go to this laundry place and there usually was like very few young people there. Um, and I could like just bring my books and put it in, sit down and read and like get work done. And it became a routine and it became something where it's like, Oh, I know I need to do laundry on Thursday. So I'm going to go to this spot and that's going to give me two, two and a half hours to like get a chunk of work done. And it, it became part of the routine. But yeah, when I was also, uh, traveling around Europe, that was a super crazy experience. Uh, I remember being in Spain and having to go use a laundromat and in Germany, and none of the stuff was in English. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just trying to like uh, ask people on like what's going on and just being like, I don't know what I'm doing, but hopefully uh, this one is like the regular wash and it's not going to ruin any of my clothes. Um, and yeah, I didn't, I, nothing came out ruined. So I, I, I think I chose the right one, but I still don't even know if I did. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another one of the, when you're traveling a lot, just like these things that, that you, you take, take for granted in your life, like you have to navigate and, and just be, I'm just becoming a lot more efficient. I'm realizing. Um, so, you know, net, you know, the net gain of this whole trip outside of everything else is just like learning to be more efficient, solve problems and just get things done in a, you know, you know, just solve problems and figure it out. Uh, that's part of it yeah whenever you end up kind of in, in your final destination wherever that ends up being uh i feel like this trip's gonna make you a lot more self-sufficient and probably just a lot more comfortable yeah. uh anywhere you go right like it, it'll make small problems not be so serious anymore because you kind of push yourself in these unique ways and trying to find like normal life situations and how to solve those problems yeah so when you get back into a routine it's like all right yeah this isn't a big deal to go do laundry or you know, figure out how to use public transportation. Yeah, it's cool, man. All right. Cool. Well, that concludes episode 52 of the podcast. Nick, uh, what do you got going on for our listeners? Hey, I'm, if you're in Boston, reach out. Um, just hanging out and really starting to see the city. Uh, I think my goal this weekend is to, to really do some touristy stuff and check out you know, some historic areas and some cool parts of Boston, which I think we're going to do. So I'm excited. Awesome. Well, if you uh, are listening to this and you got any referrals for Nick, make sure to shoot him a message or a tweet or an email, however it is you want to get a hold of him. Uh, my request today, if you're listening to the show still and uh, you're on one of your podcast streaming apps, please leave us a review. I know on Apple Podcasts, it's all you got to do is scroll to the bottom and it'll pop up and just click that five star button. We'd really appreciate it. There's a few podcasts out there called Catching Up, and uh, we'd love to compete with them. Thank you for listening. As always, Nick, thank you for joining me. Thank you for uh, being lenient on my tardiness this morning. <laughs> and uh, enjoy Boston. Have a great upcoming weekend. Happy Fourth of July. I appreciate you a lot, and I'll talk to you next week. All right. See you, man.